welcome to With All My Heart, a podcast hosted by Joanna Kobernat, pastor's wife at Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. This podcast is designed to help ladies of all ages with the principles of the Word of God. In this podcast, we will explore what it means to love God with all our hearts. Through Bible lessons, we will discover how to deepen our relationship with the Lord and experience His love in a more personal way. As we journey together, let's open our hearts to the unchanging truths of God's Word. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining me again this morning, and I hope you are staying warm out there. We have had a cold snap here in North Carolina, as y'all know, I'm sure. Of course, my kids are anxiously waiting for snow, and I don't know if we're going to get any, but I hope that we do. But I am reminded that I have turned into quite a wimp in these last, well, really the nine years I was in California and now 10 years here in North Carolina because my Midwestern um, family and the people that I know back there, they are really, they're having tons of snow and sub-zero temperatures and the wind chill is just incredible. So anytime we start talking about it being cold here, my brother and my friends, they, they say, you don't know what you're talking about. And I know that's true, but I hope you are staying warm and that you're enjoying these cold winter days. And um, I hope that you're enjoying this extra, maybe a little quiet time in the evening, sometime with your family. I want to encourage you to be in church this Sunday morning. Uh, Brother Bruce Fry is going to be with us. And I always love Brother Fry hearing him. Of course, I love his music. I mean, who doesn't love to hear Brother Fry? And if he's a favorite with the kids, he always sings a couple kids' songs that they just love. But for me personally, the thing I enjoy the most about Brother Fry is just that every time I hear him speak, every time that I hear him sing, it is just so evident that his heart is one of humility and it's one of a desire to love people and to love the Lord and to serve the Lord. And that authenticity, that genuineness, it just comes right out. And I know every single time he's here, he blesses my heart and he challenges me and encourages me to serve the Lord more from the heart. So I hope you'll be here this Sunday for Sunday morning and Sunday night. He's going to be sharing his testimony again during a combined Sunday school hour with all the adults. And so I hope that you'll be here for that. I wanna encourage you to join us next uh, Friday. Miss Grace Johnson will be speaking to us again. And I mentioned it before, but this year on the last Friday of every month, one of our assistant pastor's wives will be uh, speaking to you. And I know your hearts will be blessed. So if you can't join us every Friday, please join us that last Friday or go back and watch it again. And we are so blessed with the, the ladies that God has given us uh, that influence us. And I'm the pastor's wife, but I know that I'm constantly uh, challenged and blessed and influenced by their testimonies and their desire to love the Lord and to serve others. I hope that you'll pray for our school this week. I had the privilege of, of attending chapel this Wednesday and I enjoyed it so much. And I was especially, my heart was especially moved as I saw our teachers and I just thought about their dedication and their sacrifices and all that they do uh, to give our children such a wonderful school to attend. So I pray that you'll pray for it this week. I pray if you have opportunity to reach out to be a blessing and encouragement to one of our teachers or one of our students, I pray that you'll do that. And if you're one of our families that maybe your kids are in the school and you don't have a church home, I pray that you'll prayerfully consider joining us here. We would love to have you. Um, we love it that you're part of our school family. We want you to be part of our church family as well. 
So in pre preparation for this week and actually looking ahead for the, uh, the lessons in the next coming few months, I feel like the Lord has laid on my heart to bring some lessons and some thoughts of um, promises, of uh, warnings, of, of guidelines and tips from the books of Psalms and the book of Proverbs. And I have to say, if I was picking my two favorite books out of the Bible, it would be Psalms and Proverbs. Proverbs, are, I read from Proverbs every single day, and you've heard me mention that before. I've done that for years. I started as, as a young wife, and um, I always correlate with the day of the month. So today is the 17th, or excuse me, I guess today is the 19th, and I'm reading from Proverbs 19 today. And I love to read from Proverbs. I love it's like my daily spiritual vitamin, and I know you've heard me say that before, but the Lord uses it to speak to my heart. And then hardly a day or two will go by without me seeking the comfort and the encouragement of the book of Psalms. And the Lord has given me several thoughts that I want to share with you over the next coming weeks and months from the books of Psalms and Proverbs, and I hope you'll join me that in those for those. But I was thinking this week, because I had a time when I gathered my kids around and I said, okay, we're going to have a teaching moment. And in our house, a teaching moment means that there's an area that I want to talk to them about and I'm giving them grace. I'm thinking maybe you don't understand that this is the way we're supposed to be doing things or the way we're not supposed to be doing things. But a teaching moment is a time of instruction. It's a time of training. It's not a time really, it could have a little bit of rebuke in it, but it's not a time of discipline or correction or rebuke really. It's just teaching them something. And I thought, as I thought about it, I thought Proverbs and Psalms are a lot like that. There are books in the Bible and there are passages in the Bible where we are definitely re reproved. And there's some of that in Psalms and Proverbs as well. But um, there's times when we're corrected and when we're rebuked. But you know, I'm so thankful specifically for Proverbs right now because there's so much in there that God teaches us about His ways and about the way He wants us to live as Christians. In the Bible, the, the, the word way is found 859 times. The word ways is found 336 times. The word paths is found 92 times. The word path itself is found 87 times. And then the word steps is found 48 times. And you know, that tells me that God is very interested in the way that we take, in the path that we take. And I was thinking, I was remembering uh, times from my childhood that I was so blessed with a mother. And yes, she was a pastor's wife. Yes, she was a wonderful Christian. But she spent so much time just t teaching us and training us in the ways of wisdom. And it wasn't always overly spiritual, but it would just be, this is the way you do things. This is the way you don't do things. Or maybe she would hear us speaking with a friend or a sibling or at church, the way we would be interacting with a teacher. And when we would get home, she would say, Joanna, that's not the way you talk. Joanna, that's not the attitude you have. Joanna, that's not the way that you want to act. I remember her even as I got close to dating days, and she would say, Joanna, this is the way you act around a guy. This is the way you don't act. I remember her teaching me a way, how to act in public with men that I didn't know. And she said, sometimes if you're not careful, you know, you can act in such a way that you're going to get some attention that you don't want. And she says, this, these are the things you do, and these are the things you don't do. You know, I'm so thankful for a mother that pointed out the ways of wisdom. And my mom would often say, she would say, children, there is a safety in living according to the ways of the Bible. There is a safety in living God's way. And you know, I know that she got those truths from the book of Proverbs and also Psalms, because that's truly what the Lord talks about so many times. He talks about the righteous man. He talks about the wicked man. 
he talks about the foolish, and then he talks about the simple. And you know, when I was younger especially, and I was simple, I wasn't wicked. I, I really wasn't even foolish yet. I was just simple, I just didn't know. And you know, you may be a younger Christian or wherever you are in your Christian walk, and there may be some areas that you're simple in and that we need to have growth in. And I'm so thankful that God gave us His instruction and His words in the way, in, in Proverbs and in Psalms. But I was thinking about our paths and the ways of our, the ways that we choose to go. And I thought about several things. I thought, first of all, the right path must be chosen on purpose. And I didn't read my verse, I'm sorry, but in uh, Psalms 18 and verse number 30, I remember my mother often saying this, as for God, His way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust in Him. And my mom would point out, she says, Lord, girls, no matter what may happen, and no matter you may not know what to believe that others say or don't say, you know that we can trust God. And we know His ways are perfect and His ways are right. The word of the Lord is tried. It's been tried and true. He is a buckler, a strength to all those that trust in Him. And from the time I was a little girl, I wanted to trust in the Lord. I wanted to choose the right paths. And you know, I'm so thankful that I was taught from an early age that I had the freedom to choose, but once I made my choice of what direction I was going to go and what the things I was going to do, that also determined the consequences I was going to experience. And I think that if there is anything that our culture is doing today to our young people, we are giving the, we are committing a grave disservice to them whenever we teach them that you can make any choice you want to make, you can do whatever you want to do, and there are no consequences to it, because that's simply not true. And our children, our young people, ourselves, we are going to find that there are consequences to the choices that we make. But I see first that the right path must be chosen on purpose. Very rarely will we do the right things by accident. The right path must be chosen on purpose. How have you chosen your path? How have you chosen the direction you're going in life? Have you chosen on purpose to put the things of God in it? Very, there are very few days, if any, that I just get up and just read my Bible by accident, that I pray by accident, that I go to church by accident, that I love other people, that I have a heart that is pure and holy and that's humble by accident. Those things don't just happen by accident. It only happens when I intentionally, on purpose, seek God's Word and the wisdom of His Word. I see that the right path must be chosen on purpose. I see this. I see that the wrong path must be forsaken. I'm afraid that we have too many Christians, and I know there have been times in my life that I've fallen into it. We want to keep one path, one foot on the path of the world, and one foot on the path of selfishness, and the path of pride, and the path of doing the things the way we want to do it, but then we want to keep one foot on the path of serving the Lord. And you know, we will never see success that way. We'll never see a life of fulfillment that way, but the, there must, the wrong path must be forsaken. And then I see this, I see that the guidebook must be followed. In Psalm 118, 105, it says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And you know, we can say all we want to that we love the Lord. We can say, bless your heart and praise the Lord, and we can talk about the Lord, or we could talk about prayer all that we want to. But if we are not living according to the Bible, if we're not getting His word in us, we will never stay on the right path. And it's so easy. There are so many uh, things out there. There's so many influences out there. There's so many philosophies out there, and they sound really, really good. And they sound like they make sense sometimes. But you know, the Bible says that our hearts are desperately wicked. 
who can know them and our hearts will deceive us and we can't just follow our heart but we must follow the guidebook and I can remember a time in my life it was a time of great discouragement a great um, great disappointment It was actually a time after before we had children and we had gone through several losses and I remember a time that I was at a very much of a spiritual valley and it, I felt like I could not see which way was right and in my heart I was I didn't even know what I wanted anymore but I knew one thing I did not want to get off the path that the Lord had for me I didn't want to get off the right path and I remember thinking in my mind well I don't even know which step to take I don't even know what to do and I remember thinking the Lord impressed on me he said Joanna just do the things that you know are the right thing to do go to church read your Bible be kind to others pray serve me and secondly don't do what you know is wrong to do and you know what that time of great temptation that time whenever I was tempted just to throw in the towel all of the words from his scriptures came pouring back into my mind the Bible says thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee and we have to put God's word into our heart because there's gonna be a time on the path that you're gonna go through a really deep valley and you're gonna to need to have those words hidden deep in your heart that will come back and it will encourage you to keep living for Him, that will keep you faithful. I see the path must be finished. If you've listened to me very long, you know that perhaps one of the traits I value more than anything else is to be faithful, is to keep serving Him for a lifetime. I want to stay on the right path for a lifetime. And then in closing, I want to remind you that there will always be a friend for us on that path, on that right path. The Bible says, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. And then in Psalms 37, starting in verse 23, I love this. It says, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. I want the Lord to delight in my way. And I see this, I love this. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. It doesn't say only if some fall, or there might be some that fall out along the way. No, it says though he fall. I'm going to fall on the path, I know I am, but I'm not going to be utterly cast down because the verse goes on to say, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. And I think about the times that I've been walking with, my, with Micah or Kylie or the other girls as they were little, and they would stumble and they would fall, but they wouldn't fall all the way down because they were holding onto my hand. The Lord upholdeth him with his hand. I have been young and now am old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. What a friend we have in Jesus. And he beckons us to join him in the paths, his ways of righteousness. His ways are tried and true. He has promised to give us strength, to be a buckler to those that seek him. And he, there is peace on his path, there is provision on his path, and there is protection on his path. But best of all, there is his presence on his path. So I pray that this week that you will de decide, look at where your feet are today, spiritually speaking, maybe even physically speaking. What are we doing? What are we thinking? What are we giving our hearts and minds to? Are we on the path of serving and seeking our Lord? And if we aren't, let's get back over there. Let's seek his word. Let's seek his presence. And we may know him and he will direct our paths. He will direct our steps that we may know him. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Please come back next week to hear Miss Grace and I'll look forward to being with you again the first week of February. Can't believe I'm saying that, but it's been a great month and I look forward to seeing you again in just a couple weeks. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening to With All My Heart, a ladies devotional podcast with Joanna Coburnett. We hope that you have been encouraged and challenged to deepen your love for Christ and be more like him today. 
God loves us, and we should love Him in return. Until next time, keep seeking Him with all your heart.